What's going on, everybody? Now, the question is this. How do men and women all over the world, coaches, experts, influencers, thought leaders, create six- or seven-figure businesses, all while having fun and changing lives? If you want to know the secrets to start that business, getting leads, getting paid what you desire for the clients you serve, and changing their lives every single day, this is the podcast for you. I'm JC of The Finest, and this is The Finest Hour. All right, we're back with another episode of the Finest Hour podcast. It's a special one tonight. I got my main man. I have to introduce him as Mr. CEO, you know, not just a doctor, you know, not just an owner of the Camp Transformation Center, not just Mr. 1% himself and an author. I, I can go down the line, bodybuilder, multimillionaire entrepreneur, and we have none other than Sammy Bakhtiar, Dr. Sammy Bakhtiar. What's going on tonight, Sam? They see, man, it's an honor. It's a privilege. Thank you for having me on the show, bro. Uh, you're welcome. I appreciate you being here. I mean, it's, uh, it's an exciting day for me because uh, you're someone I watch every single day on social media. We have had the privilege to meet a couple different times. And every single thing you do is value. And let's just say that's the now. But everyone always wants to know where it all started. You know, so I have to catch them up real fast. You know, tell me a little bit about your journey. There's so many titles you have. So maybe share a little bit on how maybe you became an entrepreneur and how that came about. And even the doctor title, you know, maybe throw that in there, too. Oh, yeah, man. So I was, you know, I was from a third world country called Iran. We came to the United States because we were at war with Saddam Hussein. You know, that he was bombing on us every night, you know, every night. I came to a little town called Sharon, PA. We were in the middle of nowhere, you know, out the course of Pittsburgh, you know. And um, and uh, I thought I was coming to Beverly Hills because that's what I saw on TV. I thought America was like Beverly Hills. Everybody was super rich and wealthy. And But I came to Sharon, PA, you know, and uh, it was a run, run down steel mill town. I didn't speak the language. I didn't, you know, fit in. I didn't have the same clothes or, you know, same uh, vocabulary as everyone. And I, I went to one of the worst neighborhoods, you know, it's called Idaho Street in Farrell, which, uh, you know, my uncle owned a convenience store in the hood. I'm talking about in the hood where there was outside, there was pimps, prostitutes and drug dealers. You know, it was a middle of crack cocaine epidemic. I went to school to, uh, to enroll to start learning how to uh, speak English and, and get in seventh grade. And I wanted to play some kind of sports. They didn't have my sport. My sport was soccer, 1985, Sherman PA. They didn't know what that was. No. You know, um, so I, I tried out for the basketball team, JC. 23 people tried out. 22 people made it. I'm the only one that didn't make it. You know, talk about getting bullied and called names and ridiculed. I went home to my mom and uh, cried. I said, mom, I want to go back to the old country. I don't like America. Yeah. I don't like people making fun of me. And, 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 you know, I, you know, back in, you know, my old country, I was a cool kid. Everybody liked me and I had my sport and I was, I was a, I was a star player. I'm here. I'm nobody. Yeah. And my mom said me, said three things to me that forever changed my life. Three things. First, she said, Sam, we can't go back to the old country. We came here as refugees. We escaped the country. So that taught me that sometimes you got to burn the boats. Don't give yourself an option. You know, you, you know, go, you know, burn, you know, this is all you have. This is all you got to work with. Then she says, Sam, do you really want to play basketball? I said, mom, I, I got to do something. I cannot, you know, I got to play sports. I don't know anything about football. I don't think about baseball, but basketball, I, I know a little bit about At least I know I got to put the ball in the hoop. I'm not good at it, but I need to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. And she goes, okay, well, guess what? You can be whoever you want and, or do whatever you want, as long as you're willing to work hard for it. Are you willing to work hard for it? Yes. I said, yes, ma'am. I'm willing to work hard for it. 
Then she said, okay, let's put up a plan together, a daily plan for you to become a basketball player. So she said, Sam, you get out of school, I sure and high at two at, at 215. From 215 to you, you know, by the time you get to the boys' club, you walk there, it'd be 2:30. From 2:30 to five o'clock, you play basketball. At five o'clock, I pick you up, you do your homework, you eat dinner, you go back to bed. And that was the plan. And that's during that journey is where I found weightlifting in that little boys club. It was called FHBO club in Sharon, PA. Okay. And the rest was history. I found out weightlifting. I love how weightlifting not only transformed my body, but it transformed my mind. Yes. You know, weightlifting and working out is such a, such a simile and such a parallel to life. Because think about it. When I first got into the gym, JC, I couldn't do the bar, 45 pounds. I couldn't even get the bar up. I was like this, going like this. I couldn't get the bar. And then after about a few weeks, I added five pounds. Now I can do five pounds. Now you, you're like, wait a second. I couldn't do this last week. Next thing, 10 pounds. Next thing, 25 pounds. Next thing, 30. Next thing, you know, I'm doing a big plate. Yeah. You know, from nothing, from nothing on that. Now I'm doing a big plate and I'm doing repping over a big plate. Not only that gave me confidence that I can achieve low incremental change, not only give me confidence that, hey, man, I can I can become whoever I want to be, but life is the same way. Life is a series of obstacles. You know, in the beginning, you have little obstacles you overcome. Then, then you grow up, you're bigger and bigger and bigger. People look at me right now and go, Sam, you probably have no obstacles. You probably have not, no issues. You have, no, I got issues. They're just different kind of issues. Yeah. It's not like I can't pay rent now or, you know, like that. It's a different kind of issues. Every level of your life, you know, requires a different version of you. You know, in life, you're either in a problem, left a problem, or headed towards one. I don't care if you are a broke. I don't care if you're homeless. I don't care if you're a millionaire. I don't care if you're a billionaire. Every single version of you, a version of your life requires a different version of you. I agree with that. I mean, there's, there's always going to be a level up of some kind, you know, when you have that. And the, the best thing I think you say even with that is just, the weights, it's gonna, yeah. as you progress with the weights, you'll progress with confidence, with self-belief. And the big thing is you went in and you started at the bottom, you know, and you worked your way up to the top, you know, winning bodybuilding titles. I mean, you name it, you've done it, you know, in multiple states, counties and jurisdictions. But when you look at that, you know, one easy thing I like to, to point at is there was always a beginning and now you see, I mean, the house is beautiful. I can see it right now, I'm looking at it. I mean, I've seen the cars, I've seen everything you could possibly think of, but, the failures, I guess the struggle to get that is the most questions that I get all the time. You know, maybe what, what are your thoughts on that? Bro, I mean, look, I've learned in medical school that without any stress, you will die. Your body requires stress response for you to actually be alive. Yeah. Now, why is it some people that can take stress and thrive on it and learn from it and thrive on it. And some people, a little bit of stress and they just crumble. Yeah. The only difference is the way they look at stress because it, it doesn't have any different factors, the way you process stress. So just like you see these, you, I bet you, you have a bunch of these as well. These calluses, right? Yeah. These calluses, you know, years of just, you know, this, this is because the bar was on your, you know, heavy weight was on your hand, right? You know, because your body built defense systems for this so it doesn't burn through your skin and go through your bone, right? Well, guess what? Everything that happens in your life, there's mental 
calluses that you built over time to be able to protect you. Back in the day, I remember, you know, you know, when I first started a business, a little thing was will, will get me, oh my God, oh my God, it's going on. Because I was just starting business. But as I got through life and I overcome one little obstacle, overcome one obstacle, over, I'm always go. Now they threw anything at me and they're like, Sam, you're you're not phased. I'm like, no. I like I've overcome things before and I'll overcome it again. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, that's so important, you know, especially when you learn the lesson. I know with many messages I get, it's always failure, you know, especially from, you know, reviews and stuff like that. It's like, I'm failing. I don't want to fail anymore. I have and I feel where I'm not successful. And it's just like, it's hard when you're explaining it, like, look, you're going to get punched in the face. You know, the best thing you can happen to you is you say you want something, life's going to hit you and then it's going to see how you react. You know, are you going to stay down? That means you're never going to get your goal. You know, if you're going to get up though, now you have that opportunity to grow from that, you know? And I know, just from literally, I consume all your content, so I could probably tell you anything that you've said, I probably remember it. But I know one particular story that, you know, I really enjoyed was when you first started the camp. And you know, for many individuals now, especially, and I might tap on that a little bit, but, you know, that are starting a business and everyone thinks, okay, I'm going to start a business tomorrow, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> How did that process work? Because I know it was a series of steps, a series of growth, just like you're telling me, that led you to having that breakthrough moment. Well, anybody who ever becomes an entrepreneur or anything like that, they know that there is just like weight loss is not linear, you know, you know, making money and becoming successful is not linear. It's not a linear, you know, you know, weight loss. How, how many times, you know, have, you know, your clients or yourself you try, have to try to lose weight, you know, you, you go and you follow a protocol. Let's just say you work out X, X amount of days in exactly the same way. You eat exactly the same thing. And one week you drop three pounds and then your mind says that, okay, if I do the same exact thing next week, that should drop another three pounds. Then you do the exact same thing next week. And then they show you gain one pound. You'd be like, what the hell? I did the exact same thing last week and I did this week, but this week didn't work. No, it's not that. It's not that weight loss is not linear. Life is not linear. Life has its ups and downs. The business has its ups and downs. And you have to embrace the good and with the bad. You get, you know, and, and in, you know, when you become an entrepreneur, you have to understand very simple concept, just in entrepreneurship and in life. When going is good, it's not always going to be good. Mm. And when going is bad, it's not always going to be bad. So when it's good, you got to prepare for the winter season, like we talked about before, me and you. You prepare for the winter center season because the winter is coming. There's seasons in life. There's not, you know, matter of if, it's just a matter of when, right? And when going is bad, it's not always going to be bad. Spring and summer is around the corner. So you have to have faith and push through those times. I agree with that. And I know just wearing the hat, always got to support the brand. You know, with the four F's, you know, maybe share that because I think that is is so simple, but I feel it applies to so much because it really keeps things in perspective. And, you know, you're a very structured person. I mean, you're waking up at the gym at 3 a.m. I mean, you do some amazing things. Maybe share a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, you know, I sat down myself one day and I said, what are the top things that I want to make sure I constantly improve? Now, I live by a word called canny, you know, as constant and never ending improvement. You know, and I said, what will make me complete in life? And I come up, you know, with the five F's, which, you know, number one is faith. You know, faith to me is not about what religion you are and what, what you know, or, or what, you know, who, who you worship. Faith to me is you knowing and understanding that you're here for the greater good than just, you know, being here 
as an organic decaying matter and dying. Yeah. You know, as you're here to make a difference in this world. You know, you're here, you know, you're not here by accident, you know? So that's faith. Then number two is family. Because family at the end of the day, family is your legacy. You know, not only that you're here because somebody brought you in this world, you know, and they had to make sure that they, they do right by you and make sure that you become a functional member of the society, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you, that is your obligation and duty for you to raise the next generation. Or if you're not, or not a father, at least be a role model to a younger generation and take them under your wing and show them how to be able to not, not only be a functional member of society, but also a contributing member of society, you know, um, number three is fitness. You know, to me, it all starts with you being in shape, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Now, I'm not an expert in mental health or emotional health, but, you know, but I'm an expert just like you in, in, a, in a physical fitness. And I know that once I had my physical fitness, all the other things in my life kind of put through, whether it was, you know, emotional, whether it was mental, whether it was financial, when I felt good and I about myself, I performed better in all areas of my life. You know, a lot of people think that fitness is selfish, especially when we get become, you know, become uh, parents, you know, you know, a lot of women, a lot of men, oh man, I don't have time for fitness. I got to work, I got to be with the family, I got to do that. But you have to understand one thing. If the number one doesn't feel good and it's not performing at, at the best, then no, none of the family can. If you can't, you know, if you don't know how to swim, then you can't save somebody else from drowning, right. you know, and, 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 and so that's fitness. Then comes finances. Because to me, finance is not necessarily, oh, you want finances, you want this. Finances to me is equals freedom. You know, and, and without the right proper finances, without proper, you can't have peace of mind. If you have somebody knocking at your door because you, you're getting evicted because you didn't pay your rent or, you know, you don't have electricity or, or hot water, then how can you be in peace? Yep. You know what I mean? So you got to get your finances and run. But in, in all of these things, you know, I know a lot of people that get all of these four things right, but they're missing one thing. And they're still not complete. They're missing fun. Yes. Sometimes, man, you're so focused on growing, growing, and growing, growing, growing. That was me. That used to be me. I was so focused on, you know, getting my faith, family, fitness, finance together. And I forgot to have fun. And after a while, man, I was walking around with like a little chip on my shoulder. You know, and that's something that I admire about you so much. Because you never fo- you know, lost focus of that. Even though you're growing so much and you're doing this, you know, you're doing big things for the community. You're helping so many people get in the best shape of their life. You're really, really like transforming and making a difference in the community. You know, you know, your, your faith is strong, you know, family is strong, fitness, finance is strong. But all the time I see you, man, your eyes have a positive attitude. You have a positive energy and these people around you, 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 you're what I call, you know, uh, somebody who, who vibrates energy. Every time I see your post on social media, every time I'm around you, I automatically, you know, come up. I can tell you right now, I've done three podcasts before you and my energy hasn't been the same as I'm doing this podcast right now with you. Because as soon as I'm in your presence, you are bringing people up and everybody needs to understand that. that you want to make sure that you are not an energy vampire. You're an energy angel. Yes, that's huge, man. I really appreciate that remark, especially coming from you. But that's one huge thing. And I, I know just from your story and using that example, there's so many energy vampires out there. You know, or even doing things maybe that like the word fun. You know, I remember a long time ago, my dad was always like, do what you love and have fun every day of your life, you know, because you don't know when your life is going to end. And it was just like, you know, I, I've had the nine to fives. I'm not knocking it at all. You know, I got fired from all three of them. 
but <laughs> I knew I wasn't having fun. So I wasn't giving that full effort. And, you know, like when you said, when you connect all those different things, it's like life just opens a door for you, you know, and you can be that electricity that just channels to everybody else, you know, and, and one big thing, even with the finance, especially, you know, I mean, multimillionaire, tons of success, the house, the cars, you got it all. So many individuals, like, I just want to be rich. But like you said, there might be so many individuals that are rich, but maybe they're not having the fun. Maybe they're empty inside or they're, they're not fulfilled. You know, you know, something is funny, you know, believe it or not, I'm, I'm reading, not listening to a book by 50 Cent right now. You know, it says, you know, hustle harder, hustle smarter. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I was very skeptical, you know, 50, you know, success book. But he, in one part of his book, he said he was riding in a limousine and uh, he, you know, it's air conditioning limousine. And, and, you know, he was down there and he was stressing about something, something he had to do. And he, he was looking outside on the window and there was a guy with just his headphones, bebopping, you know, playing ball, you know, and having fun. And he goes, that guy is having a better life than I am. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's all your perception. It's all your perception. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and that's why for me, fun is very important because not that I don't want you to achieve to become better and better and better and not, not oh, just, you know, be content. I want, I, want you, I want you to be less fully dissatisfied. I want you to be, here's what, you know, my pastor says. Pastor says, I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Yeah, that's huge, powerful, very powerful. It's, it's just, you, you keep that perspective, you can always appreciate where you are. You know, just yeah. that gratitude state, you can't be negative when you're in a grateful state. Yeah. You know, and, and the one thing, like, it's just always having that. And I know just from being around you, you know, like the first time I met you, you know, our good friends, uh, you know, Joe Coach, Ali Zamani, Andy Audate, you know, the, the one cool thing was when, you know, Ali and Andy connected us both. He's like, yeah, come meet Sam. You know, I walk around the corner, you got that fresh blue blazer. I'll never forget it. You got the fresh uh-huh. blue blazer, you got the white shoes. You know, I see the car out front, but you're the nicest guy, you know, shaking everybody's hand, looking him in the eye. You know, talk, you talk, never met me before, gave me t- your time before you spoke. You know, we talked, you, were, you gave, invited me on your podcast. You know, you gave me the opportunity to work with you, represent your brand. But the one little thing, tiny thing that I, I like to point out to give people just that little extra perspective of you as a person, because I respect that even more. And it was just, I'll, I'll show it to you. I saved it. It's this little card oh, yeah. that you sent. And that one little touch, it was, it's one thing you were like, you know, we did the podcast. You're like, you got to try the cereal milk protein. I said, okay, made a call. It shows up at my house. But when I opened it, it wasn't just, here's the product, give it a shot. It was the handwritten note, that extra step. And I feel that extra step is missing a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In, in this day and age where everything is automated, everything is an email electronic, which doesn't take any effort. You know, um, you want to be, you know, in your business and in your life, you want to be the conversation at the dinner table. You know, you know, when, when somebody comes to you to, to train as far as fitness is concerned, you know, well, of course they, you know, you know, they know you're the master at transforming people's bodies. You know, you, you know, you, you know, you're going to give them an exercise protocol. They expect that you're going to give them a nutrition protocol. You're going to, you're going to, you know, life coach them. You know, you, you're going, you're going to, you know, put out an exact plan for them. Well, guess what? Everybody else is doing that. Right. You know, what are you doing above and beyond your call of duty that they're going to really remember? It doesn't have to be anything huge. It doesn't really have to be huge. And that little thing that you do, that's 
above the call of duty is what people are going to remember you. You can look, you can make somebody lose a hundred pounds. They're going to love you forever. But something that's unexpected and is above the beyond is what people are like, Oh, wow. I can't believe that. That, that was really thoughtful. That was really cool. You know yeah. what I mean? I agree with that hundred percent. It's that those little tiny extra efforts. I mean, people do not miss that. They feel important. They feel like they value and matter because they do. You know, when you give them that, it really brings it out. And, you know, I know with just your businesses, just switching gear, I know we're just short on time, so I want to see we max it out. But let's just say for right now, because you're crushing it all over life. And everyone's going through kind of the same thing with the pandemic and kind of having maybe the pandemic pivot. You know, what is maybe some kind of advice you could give to maybe entrepreneurs that are coming up that maybe they were killing it, that winter snow came, now it's a little bit hard. You know, what kind of advice would you give them maybe on how to work through this or maybe what's kind of working for you or any advice you could offer? So I will give the same advice that I would give myself back in 2008, because last time that the winter time came, you know, I would had no clothes on. I froze to death. <laughs> I froze. I, I was I was I was an icicle. <laughs> I wasn't ready, you know, and, you know, like I said earlier before, you know, when things are good and always going to be good and when things are not bad and not always going to be bad. One mistake I made before was that I never was prepared for a winter time. This time I am, yeah. you know, what I mean? you know, before I did, I wasn't prepared for the winter time and I froze. So next time when the things are good, like I said, life has cycles. Make sure you are have are saving for a rainy day. You make sure you're saving for a recession. You're saving for a pandemic where all of a sudden if something slows down, then you're okay. You're not, you're not, you're not killing yourself. Your bills are paid and, and you're, you're, you're good for a while. You know, I didn't know that back then. Back then when I started making money, man, I was, I was spending it foolishly. I wasn't really investing my money in the right vehicles and, and, and things like that. So if you're going through something right now, well, guess what? I want you to take a look at it right now. And next time, like I said, be prepared for it. But right now, what can you do to pivot? What opportunities you can see? Remember, some of the best, the greatest wealth are built during the downturn. You know, and, and now you got to look at opportunities, you know, for example, you know, for our gyms, now we're taking things online. Now we're taking things outside. Now we're doing more, you know, Zoom coaching calls. What can you do in your business to be able to pivot? And you'd be surprised. And I, I know uh, a lot of people, the pandemic actually streamlined their businesses a lot more and now are able to actually do more and actually don't have to travel as much and don't have to have so much more downtime and then their productivity has, has quadrupled. Yeah, I get 100% attest to that. I mean, it's when you're in the house, it's things still have to work. You know, so how are you going to make that work? You know, from your business to your finance, to your, your family and everything. And, you know, being say, saying in that little boat right there, you know, one of the last questions, you know, as people are figuring these things out, you know, and even for yourself, for your business, you know, how is this time? Because I'm huge on family and that's something that's incredibly awesome. You know, when you have that, like, how are you enjoying that time? Maybe being around the wife more, your kids more, you know, your family more. How is how is that treating you? Are you taking that on? Bro, it is, it's the big, been the biggest blessing. You know, I'm working and my son just comes right next to me. You know, he's, he just started walking and just looks at me and I, while I'm working, I can pick him up. Just the fact that I'm right here all the time, you know, you know, in everything that happens into you in your life, you have to make the best of it. And you can look at the, and, and look at for a positive in every situation. Yeah. I feel that's so important. I mean, there's a lot of negative clouds and I know even with the, you know, I can experience, I'm sure you can attest to it too. If the gyms are closed, well, people still want to lose weight. You know, even the negative, they still want the positive. You know, how can you create that? Um, you know, I think that's maybe one, I guess, piece of advice, I guess, and we can kind of close on this. 
you know, when you're looking to say help people or people looking to help themselves, you know, what's one thing you feel is very helpful advice you could give if someone is down right now, you know, maybe they had a business, they lost it. Maybe they were making progress on their weight, but you know, they got a little lazy because the gym's closed and they just, you know, like most people do, I don't know what to do. So they do nothing. You know, what would maybe some advice be you can give? Cause I know people need it. I got, I got, I got, I got a couple of pieces of advice for that. One is that look back in your life. How many times you've gone through something in your life and you thought this, that was the end, this sucks. And, and, and you have overcome it and became better at the end of it. Right. You know, there, there was times in my life as I was coming up, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. And you know what? I'm still here. Yep. And, 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 and there was a reason God that put that obstacle in my way because once I go through that obstacle, it was a better life for me. You know, obstacle is not in the way. Obstacle is the way. Yes. Okay. And, and, and two, whenever I'm down and about, I minimize downtime. I don't have any, I, I don't give myself permission to be down because usually when you're down, when you have too much time on your hands and too much time to think. So I fill out my calendar with, with you know, exercising, reading, being around positive people and working on a plan to get myself out of this. And if, if, if you have a full calendar, a full schedule every day, you know, you don't have time to sit down and dwell, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. In life, you have two choices. You know, two, you really have two choices. You know, when the life knocks you down, you have a choice to stay down or get, get back up and fight back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and staying down is a guaranteed loss. Back. And guaranteed down, like that, down, uh, downward start. Now you're gonna get back up. You might get knocked down again, but as long as you keep getting back up, sooner or later, you will, you will overcome. I agree, man. That's that's a huge piece of advice. I know it's actionable, and people can take that right now and apply that because there's so many people that need that. So Sam, that was an awesome point. But I know we're short on time, so I want people to get everything access to you. Kind of plug away. You can say anything you have going on. Where can they find you? Please let them know. I appreciate it. my my Instagram handle, Facebook handle. They're all the same. Sam Bakhtiar, S A M B A K H T I A R. And uh, they can text me directly at 909-200-4015. JC, bro, like I said, man, every time I see you, I light up. You're somebody who's on fire all the time, and you make other people on fire, including me. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing everything that you're doing. Thank you for putting Pittsburgh back on the map. You know, <laughs> I consider that, you know, my hometown, even though I'm from Sharon. Nobody knows Sharon. I just say Pittsburgh. You know, uh, God bless you for everything that you're doing, man. And, and make, you know, next time you're back in the L.A. area, make sure we hang out. Uh, most definitely, Sam, for sure. I will do that. And thank you very much. I appreciate all those sentiments. And thank you for being a guest on the Finest Hour podcast. And I know everyone's going to go rush and check you out on social, but we always take things out the same way. So everyone listening and watching, please remember to do and become the best you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to know what you've learned. So if you wouldn't mind, would you take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast on your phone right now, upload to your Instagram stories and tag me at JC of the Finest, and then let me know in that IG story what is one thing you learned and one thing that you would like to learn more about. I love hearing more from my clients, listeners, friends, new and old all over the world. Right as soon as you do this, go inside the podcast app and hit that little button there that says subscribe. Leave me a five-star review and a five-star rating. Again, this helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of helping change the world one person at a time, it makes a massive difference by you leaving that review. So... 
Thank you very much for tuning in, my Finest Hour friends, and thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. And remember, do and become the best you.